Hello and welcome to the Strong Girl Squad podcast. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up that my early bird offer for the next intake of E6, which begins on the 18th of September, ends in three days. So normally it is 149 for the six weeks, but if you sign up by Sunday in the next three days, you will get it at £99. You'll also get early access to the app, free workouts so that you can ultimately start learning and start working out before the program actually starts so you're ready to rumble when we do begin on the 18th of September. If you're interested in finding out more and you want to completely evolve the way that you see dieting, your weight loss journey, your training, your diet, full stop, then this is the program for you because it's going to set the foundations to what you need in order to live a healthy lifestyle whilst living in the chaos of life. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so in today's episode of the Strong Girl Squad podcast, I'm going to explain the easiest way that you can make sure that you're getting 100 grams of protein every day. Now, the thing is, I think a lot of women tend to overcomplicate it. And if we just break it up over the three to four meals that you have throughout the day, you will see that it's actually a lot easier to get 100 grams of protein in than you actually think. And this podcast is going to explain how to do that. First and foremost, eating protein won't make you bulky. So please do not worry about that. If like it is essential, regardless of if you're currently weight training or not, that you're getting at least 100 grams of protein in for a number of different reasons. First and foremost, in regards to our health, protein is essential for lean muscle growth. So building lean muscle tissue is essential for increasing the body's ability to burn calories, okay? The more muscle tissue a person has, the higher their metabolic rate. Now, your metabolic rate is how many calories your body needs to function properly each day at rest. So the more lean muscle present in the body, the more calories your body can burn at rest. Therefore, protein is essential to building lean muscle tissue to keep this process running optimally. Protein is also essential for the health of our hair, skin and nails, also essential for our bone health, okay? So getting enough protein in through our diet keeps our bones strong. Ultimately, what happens when you when you strength train is your resistance training, you're technically breaking little muscle fibers within your muscles. In order for, to, for them to repair and grow, you need to make sure that you're getting enough protein in the diet. And another thing to note is, especially as women age and we go through the different phases in our life, like perimenopause and menopause, it is a lot harder to maintain and grow muscle throughout this period of our life. So if you can build a solid foundation prior to going through the perimenopause and menopause phase, this is ultimately going to help you manage when you do go through that phase, being able to maintain that muscle mass and being able to continue to make sure that your muscles are stronger. Ultimately, protein is something that everybody should be making sure that they're making as a priority when it comes to their diet because of all of these reasons. Now, I am going to break down the targets which I think you should be trying to aim for in terms of like between breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks, okay? So first and foremost for breakfast, you want to be aiming for a minimum of 20 grams of protein. 
lunch, a minimum of 30 grams of protein, dinner, a minimum of 30 grams or more in that meal, and in your snacks, at least 20 grams of protein. Now, those little targets per meal will allow you to reach that 100 gram target. So as you can see, by breaking those protein targets down into different meals throughout the day, it already, I was going to say less complicates, but that's definitely not grammatically correct. But you get the gist. It just makes it easier. Instead of thinking, shit, I've got to get 100 grams in today. By breaking it down into the separate meals, it's going to make it 10 times easier to actually be able to hit, so to speak. Now, when you're planning your meals, which every woman should be planning their meals, okay? It's not to say that you should be, you'll stick to it 100% because things pop up all the time. But if you want to make sure that you're getting enough protein in, if you want to make sure that you're getting enough of the other nutritious foods like carbs and fruits and vegetables, if you want to, well, ultimately save money because if you don't plan any of your meals and you're not prepared, when you're hungry, you don't have anything, you will go to the shops or you'll just grab anything in sight and that doesn't necessarily, well, it's probably not going to be the smartest food choice. But also, when you don't plan your meals and you are hungry, you will probably overeat because you've got nothing there to kind of grab on hand. So plan, plan, plan your meals. Make sure that is a key focus of yours every single week. Plus, it helps you to like just save money because I know what I'm like. If I have nothing planned, got no food in the house, I'm like, oh, I'll just grab a takeaway. The takeaway costs like 20 quid and I'm just like, that's a bloody waste of money. So it helps you save money as well. So when sitting down and planning your meals, so you're going to plan your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner and your snacks, the first thing you should be thinking of is your main protein source, okay? Don't be thinking of, all right, I'm going to have pasta, um, you know, stir fry, you know, all these other things that go into the meal. No, you think about your protein first. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of protein sources um, that I are my go-tos and probably are the most common um, for breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. And then I'm going to take you through a bit of like an example of, again, how I plan my protein and what that kind of those meals look like etc so first and foremost for breakfast remember we're trying to aim for 20 grams of protein in that meal what I would suggest is that for breakfast you pick one or two basic meals that you can switch between personally I just always have overnight oats because it's easier make it the night before I get up super early I don't have to think about it grab it from the fridge and go but what you know protein sources look like in terms of breakfast it could be three to four eggs now I know like a lot of women that I speak to or some of my clients they'll have one egg and I just one egg is six grams so that's going to do nothing for you instead of having one egg have three to four eggs three eggs equals 18 grams of protein another protein source for breakfast could be protein flavored powder so a scoop of protein powder can be roughly around 25 grams of protein um, yogurt or protein yogurt so a protein yogurt if you've seen the ones well I mean you get them from Sainsbury's Tesco's anywhere really are around 20 to 25 grams of protein natural yogurt like phage etc phage is that how you say it anyway you know what I'm saying uh, around 200 grams of that is 20 grams of protein 
And also something that I've recently discovered are turkey rashes. So for turkey rashes, one, they're a lean source of protein, much leaner than your average bacon. But four slices of turkey rashes come to 20 grams of protein, which I think is pretty great. In terms of lunch and dinner, some protein sources that you know you can start thinking about is a 110 gram tin of tuna equals around 20 25 grams of protein 100 grams of cooked chicken is 31 grams of protein again i recently just discovered these uh sliced beef so six slices um and you again you can get these from most supermarkets they again it's another um lean protein source that equals around 24 grams of protein. You've got 150 grams of prawns is around 20, 21 grams of protein. I also saw some ham trimmings in Little the other day. And surprisingly, there's actually some good protein count in that. So not your ham slices, but these ham trimmings. And around 150 grams of those are 30-ish grams of protein. And then you've got your beef mints, which 5% again if you're choosing a mince don't be going for the 20% because there's a lot of fat like unnecessary fat in there I always go for the 5% beef mince I don't really use turkey mince and all that um I like a little bit more flavor but each to their own but if you're going to go for like a beef mince I would say 5% and yeah like I said 120 grams of cooked beef mince is around 30 grams of protein. Now they're more like, um, I guess, meat sources of protein, but in terms of like veggie um, sources, we've got tofu, 150 grams is around 25-ish grams of protein. Again, eggs, don't have one egg, have four eggs, that's around 24 grams. We've got um, lentil uncooked pasta, you know, a serving of 75 grams is can be 20 grams of protein. You've got loads of um, meat-free options now that are available in all of the supermarkets, which I think is freaking awesome because it allows you to still be able to get enough protein in, uh, but also still have that variety as well and not feel like you have nothing to eat. Couscous, quinoa, quinoa, sometimes I feel like I cannot pronounce things. They're great sources of protein. And then you've got your Linda McCartney sausages. So four Linda McCartney sausages are around 28 grams of protein. I actually tried those for the first time last night. And do you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. And someone actually did say this to me, but they say that it tastes like, you know, stuffing that you have in a roast. And they are completely right. Now, it probably defeats the purpose. I did put a load of gravy with a cooked potato and veggies in it, but it tasted pretty good. So I would go for those again. So they're just some ideas of like the, the protein sources you can be thinking about when you're planning your lunches and your dinner. In terms of snacks, remember we want to be aiming for around, if you are having a snack, around 20 grams, hopefully in your snack. Now, these are just like rough targets, okay? Don't be thinking that if you don't hit your 20 grams at breakfast that you've failed or um, anything like that. It's just a target to try and reach to make the process easier and to break down that 100 gram target throughout the day because you might find that at breakfast maybe you're only getting about 15 grams. I mean ideally we want to make sure we have a high protein breakfast because that's going to set the tone of the day and focusing on your three main meals and making sure we get big protein sources in there and we're filling up on those main meals is going to be your best bet. 
don't be relying on your snacks to fill you up because that's when people tend to overeat on the snacks because they haven't focused on making sure they have a big enough portion of protein in their main meals that would ultimately fill them up and reduce some overeating on snacks and then they'll snack 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 and all these blooming little snacks aren't keeping them full and especially if your goal is weight loss sticking to a calorie deficit is essential so making sure we bulk up those main meals with that protein source but if you are having snacks you've got baby bells which i think are quite great they're five grams of protein per baby bell you have protein shakes you've got fridge raiders which i know are the meat ones are five grams of protein but you also have non-meat um, refrigerators, you've got protein bars, you've got protein yogurts. So I just wanted to give you a few examples of, like I said, breakfast, lunch, dinner and snack main protein sources. The next time you go to plan your meals, don't be thinking about the carbs, don't be think of, thinking about the fruits and veggies just yet. Write down, right, what am I going to have for breakfast? What's my main protein source? What am I going to have for lunch? What am I, you know, what what are my one to two main protein sources that I'll have for lunch this week? Dinner. What are going to be my main protein sources? Write them down. Once you've written your protein sources down, then you can add the other bits to your meals, like your carbs and your fruits and your vegetables. But the first thing you should be focusing on when planning those meals is protein. Also, Another easy way to increase that protein count, and I've kind of explained it in terms of like the egg situation, is bulk up your actual protein source, okay? So, for example, cooked chicken on a wrap. Don't be having 50 grams of cooked chicken. Have 100 grams of cooked chicken because that's already going to make it 10 times easier to bulk up that protein and keep you feeling full for a very, like, for a much longer period of time. Just the same as eggs at breakfast. Don't have one puny egg on a piece of toast. Have three to four eggs. That's going to be a satisfying meal. It's going to keep you feeling full and it's going to allow you to get that extra protein in. Another example would be, I guess, like tuna. Don't just have a half a tin of tuna. Go for the big 110 gram tin of tuna. At first, I guess, if you're not eating, uh, if you're not used to eating a lot of protein, you may feel a little full compared to normal but that's actually a really good thing because then you're feeling satisfied and then you're feeling more content so that you're not reaching for the next meal or the next snack in half an hour that you know probably won't fill you up like you're you are feeling full and then that way that reduces overeating etc also with protein sources we want to be aiming for like more lean protein sources so like I have mentioned here you've got your you know your chicken breast you've got your turkey you've got your prawns you've got your sliced beef um you've got like your five percent minced beef things like that are lean sources of protein other things like um bacon and salami and like sausages, don't get me wrong, love sausages, but you know, the big bloody pork cumberlands, they're quite hefty on the calories. There's just a lot of unnecessary fat in there. It's not to say you're not allowed to eat them and you can't eat them, but when you're thinking about uh, making smarter food choices around protein and what's actually going to fill you up, like let's be honest, I love my salami, I love my chorizo, but there's not really that a lot of protein in it for how fatty and how high a calorie they are which means if you use that as a protein source and want just say your lunch, you that's probably not going to fill you up because 
unless you use half a packet or a packet, which is going to be a bazillion calories, um, you're not going to be able to achieve that same, you know, protein target as opposed to picking tuna or chicken or prawns or lean bins, uh, beef mince. So that's just something to think about as well. Um, other things like cheese is a great way to, um, you know, up your protein. I know some cheese, like it is slightly higher in fat. Don't be too stressed about it. I mean, if you're having, you know, 200 grams of cheese, probably not the smartest choice um, because it will be very high in calories, but not as much protein compared to the other things that I've mentioned. But again, I freaking love cheese and it's a great way to add some extra protein to your meals. So I'm just going to give you a bit of an example of like how I plan my protein and what that would look like to make sure that I'm getting around 100 grams or more per day. Now, don't forget like, even though you've selected your pro main protein sources for each of your meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So for example, breakfast, your main protein source will be that protein powder. There is protein also in things like oats and things like quinoa and things like um, bread. So you will be able to, I guess, increase your target through other you know, bits of food, etc. But to make sure that you are getting up to that 100 grams, just picking one of your main protein sources, so like the meat, dairy, fish, or, you know, meat-free options, etc. That's what you do first, and then there's other bits, or there's other bits of food that will ultimately help take you over 100 grams, but I just thought I'd mention that. Anyway, so e.g., this is how I would plan my protein. So first and foremost, like I said earlier, breakfast for me is always overnight oats just because it's freaking easy or like a smoothie if I don't have to get up and go to work early. But I know at breakfast, my protein source, my main one is always going to be protein powder and I'm going to have about 30 gram serving, which it normally is like one of the scoops. Now I know that that 30 gram serving of protein powder and oats is going to get me 24 grams of protein. Check. I knew I wanted to achieve 20 grams for that meal. That's done. Don't have to worry about it. Lunch. At the moment, I'm generally having a like rocket, feta, beetroot, couscous and tuna salad. And I, again, I'm a creature of habit. I just have it pretty much every day. Um, the reason I do that is that because I know that if on the weekend I want to go out for a meal or something like that, I don't, I'm not fussed and not thinking oh, sh like, I don't worry about what I'm going to eat at that meal because I know 80% of the week I've been on point with my protein and getting my vegetables in and all that type of stuff. So my lunch is a tuna salad with some cheese. I know my main protein source is going to be a tin of tuna and that gets me around 25 grams of protein. And then if I want to add, I don't know, 30 grams of feta, etc., I know that's going to take me over that 30 gram protein target for my lunch. Check. Dinner, I'm eating the same things. I know this is not always the case, especially obviously if you have a family and you cook different meals every night, but you still should be making sure that you're aware of what is your protein source. Because not just for you, but like for your children, for your partner, etc. Like everybody should be making sure that they're getting enough protein in because all of the benefits that I explained earlier so like protein for bone health muscle health hair skin and nails that doesn't just apply to females and that doesn't just apply to someone who potentially is trying to lose weight etc etc that applies to everyone 
because ultimately we want to make sure that we're fueling our bodies to the best so that we can show up as our best and we can be healthy and feel great. So back to what I was saying, for my dinner, I just have like taco mince wraps. I know my main source of protein in that is going to be the beef mince and just say I have roughly around 150 grams of mince every time I have dinner. I know that portion of mince is going to get me 30 to 35 grams of protein. And then my snack is generally like a protein yogurt, and I know that's 25 grams of protein. So overnight oats, my tuna salad, my mince tacos, and my protein yogurt, I know that I've hit my protein targets, i.e. 20 grams for breakfast, 30 grams for lunch, 30 grams for dinner, 20, well, obviously it's a bit more than 20, but, you know, 20 grams for my snack. So that's going to allow me to get that 100 grams of protein in non-negotiable. Now, that is just purely based on the main protein sources that I have listed that I want to use for each meal. That doesn't include the protein that's going to come from oats or from the couscous that I couscous that I eat um, at lunch with my salad. That doesn't include, you know, the tiny bits of protein that's probably going to come from the wraps that I have of my taco mince, and let's be honest, I add my cheese on the taco mince as well, so that's even more protein. I add a bit of sour cream on my taco mince wraps, that's even a little bit more protein. So I think the best thing is to break it down into the targets I've set, 20 grams of protein at breakfast, 30 grams or more at lunch and dinner, and 20 grams on your snacks. Break it down, then plan your main protein source first for every single meal, and then you can add your carbs and then you can add your fruits or your vegetables. And that is going to be how you manage to get 100 grams of protein every single day. So don't overcomplicate it. Break it down. Pick a few protein sources that you enjoy eating and that you can kind of stick to throughout the week. As I always say, not every meal is going to be bloody Gordon Ramsay style. And there is going to be a lot of times that you just need to eat to fuel your body in the best way possible and that doesn't always mean your meals are going to be extravagant or you know the feel like for instance the feeling I get when I go out and have a big fat pass with garlic bread is like oh I'm just over the moon with excitement I don't always feel like that when I'm eating my meals throughout the week or when I'm munching on me overnight oats or me bloody tuna salad or me taco mince wraps I've had probably for the last six weeks I still enjoy them. I don't eat anything that I don't enjoy because if I'm eating something that I don't enjoy, I know for a fact I could eat that meal and I'll be on the lookout for something else because it hasn't satisfied me both like in a filling way, but also my taste buds. But also at the end of the day, you just need to eat to fuel your body sometimes. Okay. Well, I hope this little podcast has helped. Uh, I hope it helped break down how to get the 100 grams of protein per day and made it a little bit more simply, simply. Sometimes I cannot speak or pronounce things. I hope it has simplified the process. I hope that you can use this podcast and refer back to for the next time that you're planning your meals and planning your protein. And of course, any questions at all, 
please drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad. Um, and I'm happy to help in any way possible. Thanks a million for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that you were able to take home a few tips, tricks and recommendations to help you along your journey. If you are interested in working with me, if you want to join the next intake of V6, like I said earlier, just drop me a message on Instagram with E6 or fill in the show notes below and I will chat to you on the next episode.